All right, we're going to talk about the Colts, and we're going to talk about how they're built, how they need to be built, how playoff teams, one of which is still alive in the playoffs, heading into championship weekend, were built, and how the Colts really need to mer- kind of mirror what they're doing. They need to take what the Texans are doing and what the Lions are doing and and kind of combine those two sort of operations into one plausible and legitimate off-season plan that can get the Colts to where those teams are. We're going to look at Anthony Richardson, how the quarterbacks for these four teams remaining, and how the quarterbacks for the four teams that are most like the the Colts from this past weekend's games, sort of how how Richardson uh, compares potentially with them. We don't really know at this point what kind of an NFL quarterback Anthony Richardson is going to be. We can't pretend that we do. We just don't know. The sample size hasn't been broad enough. He's not C.J. Stroud yet, right? He's not. Uh, he's not Patrick Mahomes. We're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes a little bit. He has done something over the course of his career that is absolutely astounding. Just uh, an incredible feat that I think we're going to talk about for a long time, and who knows how long this streak is going to continue. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Indiana Hoosiers. The Hoosiers, it was said today on 24-7 that their recruiting class, one of which they've got signed, that's Liam McNeely, and, and then you've got Derek Queen, who's got it down to four, and, and really another guy who's got it down to two. They're holding steady in terms of rankings. I don't understand what five-star means, what four-star means. I used to think that I did in terms of projecting quality in a basketball program. I don't anymore. It's utterly meaningless. It has nothing to do with anything. The Five stars, four stars, three stars. Who gives a damn? You got Zach Eady. That guy was no stars. People didn't know who he was. Braden Smith, I don't think he was a three-star guy, was he? Coming out of Westfield? These guys do nothing but win in college. I don't need highly ranked people. We'll talk about that a little bit too. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. Here's the deal with MyBookie. Uh, If you've been waiting for the right time to get in on the action, the wait's over. You can make your winning move today and sign up at MyBookie. Use promo code KENT, easy to remember, especially for me, to claim your deposit of up to $1,000. That's right, promo code KENT for an opportunity to boost your betting power. Experience the thrill of sports betting right from the comfort of your own home because with MyBookie, you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere. Join my bookie today and be part of the winning team. All right, make sure and subscribe. Inching ever closer to 16,000 subscribers. Thanks to everybody for moving us toward that incredible goal, which isn't really a goal, but it is a standard by which we will be measured. Uh, hit us with a like as well. That's the thumbs up icon for those of you who don't read uh, emoji. And then... You want to make a donation, make a donation. You make a donation, we'll read your comment, whatever it is, and we will answer your question. All right, here's what the Lions did in the 20... Thank you very much. I I appreciate that, Austin. Who's your hospitality and all that? Wonderful. Beautiful. 
what the Lions did and what the Texans did, we're going to talk about a little bit because the other two teams, without winning at a double-digit level, the the four teams that won, uh, well, three a year ago, eight or nine games a year ago, the, the team that won nine was the Lions. The team that won three was the Texans. The Colts need to be a little bit like both of those in different ways. We're going to kind of cut it up, divide it into a way that kind of makes sense, all right? What they've got to do is do what the Texans did in free agency, do what the Lions did in the draft, and you got to get really good play out of Anthony Richardson. We see this, right? Patrick Mahomes, six years as a starting quarterback for the Chiefs, Do you know how many of those six seasons the Chiefs have made the AFC Championship game? Six. He's six for six. Do you know why? Because he is utterly spectacular. You need a quarterback who is going to be able to not just match, but exceed the qualitative of Patrick Mahomes. That's also the case with Josh Allen. You've got to find somebody who can trend toward better than that. You've got to find somebody who can trend toward better than C.J. Stroud. So C.J. Stroud taken second overall by the Texans. Then Will Anderson taken third. So they check two big boxes with guys who can flat play and project toward being elite level NFL players, right? The Colts have got to do it. Here's what the Lions did in the draft. They took Jameer Gibbs at number 12. People are like, what? Jameer Gibbs? Looks pretty damn smart. Now, I'm not saying take a running back, but I'm saying that as you are scheduled to draft 15th, find a guy at 15 who can absolutely move the needle and take that guy. Don't get clever. Chris Ballard loves getting clever. Hey, we can trade 15 back. We can get 33. So we're in the second round, early in the second round, which is really better than a late first round pick. And we can get a second rounder for next year or whatever. Don't do it. Just take the best player available and move on with your day. Don't get clever. Stay away from clever. The Lions, Dan Campbell is not clever. He's passionate. He understands from a base level. Look, there are a couple of ways to attack this, right? Uh, one way is through big brain intellect. I'm going to figure out through this series of analytic tests and personality inventories the exact right blah, 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 blah. Stop it. Draft a guy who can play football. Draft a guy you want in your locker room. Do it by vibe. You don't need to do, you don't need to be Chisholm Bop Master. You don't need to get out the abacus, the TI 30, and figure out hey, this guy's got an aggregate score of 34.6. I've never seen a 34.6 at at 50. Stop that immediately. Jack Campbell, 18th overall. Jack Campbell could play. You could see it on his tape. He played really hard and really well for Iowa, and that is what Dan Campbell wants out of his players. Sam Laporta, that dude can play as a tight end. He was taken 34th. And then Brian Branch, cornerback, really, really good. They got him at 46. They went four for four. You got to be able to do that. Now the the Colts have only got the two. You got to hit on both. 
You can't not hit on both. You have to get people who can play football. And while we're talking, we mentioned in basketball, how you tend to look at the stars. Oh, he's a five-star. Look at that. Oh, he's a five-tool guy. Stop it. Can he play? Does he project toward helping you win games? What Chris Ballard has always been really, really comfortable with, you, you want to know why he likes drafting from inside out and building from inside out? Because he understands inside. He understands the defensive line. He understands the offensive line. He understands those guys. Chris Ballard, for his warts, and you, most of you point them out on a daily basis in the comments section of this channel, he is really good at building an offensive line and a defensive line. They're really good. And what he wants out of his defensive line, he wants to be able to uh, stop the run as he pressures the quarterback or gets sacks. They got sacks this year, 51 sacks. They didn't do a bad job stopping the running game of other teams. But you've got to be more than that. You've got to be able to do what we saw teams do in the playoffs this past weekend. And that is stick like glue to receivers or get receivers open and deliver the football precisely to where they need it to be in order to catch it. You do those two things, you're going to win games in the playoffs. That's what this needs to be about. Not just getting to the playoffs. You need to build a squad that's going to be able to win in the playoffs, and you need to do it in this way too. Anthony Richardson has to mirror Josh Allen. Josh Allen, we went over this last week. If you divide the season into quadrants, first quarter of the season, he didn't run so very much. Second quadrant, a little bit more, about an extra run a game. Third quadrant, another one, one and a half runs per game. And then the final quadrant and the playoffs really started running quite a bit. That is how you do it. You can't run all, you can't run it 13 times a game starting with the opener and and stay on the field. You're going to get hurt as Anthony Richardson did not once, not twice, but three times last year. You've got to be a throw first, run second guy. Once you get to the playoffs, all bets are off and it's Katie bar the door. You do whatever you got to do to move the sticks and put points on the board. But you got to get there in order to indulge in that. Um, how big an upgrade was C.J. Stroud over Davis Mills as a quarterback, starting quarterback for the Texans? Huge. Davis Mills, his QBR was 35. Stroud, 57.5. How about Love as an upgrade over Rodgers? Love's QBR, 62.1. Rodgers, 41.3 in 2022. Mayfield and Brady, almost identical. Here we go. Uh, Sports says Richardson back. We will have two deep threats. Who's going to be the second one? I don't know who that is. I know Pierce is a deep threat. I don't think Pittman will be one. Hey, here's kind of a thing. We'll skip some of these things. But the, the, I want to talk about this, though. The Lions free agents, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, now healthy, so that's a big deal in the playoffs. Um, he, of course, a defensive back. David Montgomery, a running back from the Bears. Cam Sutton, a cornerback. So, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson's a safety. So they had serious 
back-end problems, right? They addressed two of those problems in free agency and one of those problems in the draft with Branch. Lions did it right this past offseason. Had a really, really good offseason. Uh, the draft for the Bucks not great. Bucks were a real surprise. But the wins and losses, virtually the same as they were the year before. Can Richardson be the kind of upgrade over Minshew that Stroud was over Mills? That's the thing. Now, Minshew's QBR was 59.7. That's worth noting. His yards per attempt, 23rd at 6.7. His passer rating was 23rd at 84.6. His TD percentage was 3.1, which was 27th. His success percentage, 41.2, which was 27th. And his pro football focus grade, 34th with uh, a grade of 62. Here we go. Sports says Pearson Downs. I don't think Downs is a guy you're, you're throwing too deep. I think you want to get chunk yards with him by getting the ball to him underneath and, and sending him on his way to go get yak. I think that's what you do with Downs. It's not, hey, look at me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get behind the defense and you're going to throw it to me. I don't think that that's the case. I think they got to go get a guy like that in the draft. Second round, I like that idea. First round, go get a DB who can do something or a 1A quarterback. So you know, all your eggs are not in that one basket because if your eggs are in that one basket and that basket gets stolen, you ain't got no eggs. That's basic math. Uh, potential free agent losses, and we'll talk about this over the next month and a half quite a bit. Grover Stewart, Michael Pittman Jr., Kenny Moore, Gardner Minshew, uh, Tyquan Lewis, Julian Blackman, and Zach Moss. I could say ta-ta to tell to Moss, to Blackman, sorry. I love Julian Blackman. Such a good dude and such a good athlete, but he can't stay on the field. So you're going to extend him? I don't think you're going to extend him. I don't think so. Um, I can't read. Let's see. Oh, there it is. Um, who could you get? free agency. And we'll talk about this quite a bit over the next few weeks. Antoine Winfield is a safety, still a young guy, but a good safety. We saw him over the weekend. Uh, Jalen Johnson, cornerback for the Bears. I love him. You put Jalen Johnson, Kenny Moore in the slot, and Juju Brents on the other side, and all three stay healthy, and you got a really good back end. You put somebody at free who knows what they're doing, you got a real chance to be real good next year on the back end of that defense. And if you're good on the back end of that defense and Anthony Richardson can stay healthy, you are going to win 10-plus games. You're going to go to the playoffs, and you're going to be able to win in the playoffs. But one thing that has got to happen, and we talk about it all the time, all the time, We, man, I, I, I always see Chris Ballard at the fashion mall. Next time I see him, I'm just going to grab him. Not physically, but grab his attention. And I'm going to say, look, you got to push your chips into the middle of the table, and you got to ride whatever cards you got, brother. You got to figure out how to get aggressive and be successful in being aggressive. You can't slow play this. You can't have your best free agent acquisition be a kicker this offseason. You can't do it. 
you got to do what the Lions have done. And that is put together a hell of a roster through the draft, through free agency, and through acquisitions made years ago. This is a really good functional team that plays together. That's what the Lions do. Now, they're going to get the shit kicked out of them this weekend. And that's a shame because they're a great story. And I'd love to see them go to the Super Bowl. But they're not going to beat the 49ers unless Debo Samuel can't go. If Debo Samuel can go, they got no chance. I'm just telling you. I feel bad for Lions fans. They're a good bunch of people up in Michigan. They care. And it's been a long, what's it been, 32 years since they've been to an NFC championship game. But they got no chance at all if Debo Samuel is 85% or better this coming Sunday. Uh, We'll see. Got to get a corner, at least one. Got to get a wide receiver, at least one. Got to have Anthony Richardson be healthy. And you've got to go get another quarterback because, look, Minshew, Blackman, Moss, ta-ta, gone. You've got to re-sign Michael Pittman Jr. You've got to re-sign Kenny Moore. You've got to re-sign Grover Stewart. And then Tyquan Lewis depends on the cash. Somebody wants to say, hey, Tyquan, here's a whole bunch of cash. You're going to lose him. But if it can be affordable, go get him. And you've got up to $85 million in cap space, potentially, if you make the right moves during the offseason, do things like you know, get shed of, uh, of Mo Ali Cox's contract, stuff like that. Um, re-sign Ryan Kelly to a two-year deal where some of the cap, there's some cap relief. Go get guys. The wild card in the whole deal is the health of Jim Irsay. That's the wild card. Like I said, Patrick Mahomes, here's what you're competing with. Patrick Mahomes has led the Chiefs to the AFC Championship game in each of his first six seasons. That is crazy. Completely insane. Is there any reason to suspect that he's not going to be able to do that moving forward? Then one of the spots is gone in the AFC Championship game, right? You got one for the other 15 teams. How are you going to do it? You better hope Anthony Richardson can ball out and you better hope somehow or another you're going to be able to put pressure on people and put yourself in a position where it winds up on Matt Gay's foot like it wound up on the Bills kicker's foot last night and he missed wide right. That's life. Uh, Liam McNeely, Derek Queen, Daquan Davis maintained their rankings according to rivals. All right, McNeely and Queen are both five stars. And this is like, this is big news for Indiana basketball. If somebody could explain to me the correlation between rankings and winning, I'm in behind rankings. It seems like what Indiana's strategy is for recruiting, we got to go get the highest ranked guys there are. Who can we go get? Who are the best players in terms of projection that play at Mount Verde? And let's go get those guys. Can we go get them? Yeah, let's go. We got them. Malik Renew. Jalen Hood-Shafino, and uh, uh, who we got coming uh, next year, Liam McNeely. And then we've got Mackenzie Mbaco, not from uh, Mount Verde, but he's a five-star guy in a McDonald's All-American. We need to aggregate all the talent we can, and then we'll sort it out then. Is that the way you build a winning program? 
Evidently the hell not. Stop it. Stop worrying about rankings. Hire like a human being. Hire somebody at IU to play basketball who in two years is going to be a really good college player who's not going to be uh, tempted by NBA millions. Be a better version of Purdue. Can you do that for me, Mike Woodson? I don't think you can. It bothers me to no end. We'll talk tomorrow morning breakfast with Kent Bright and Early about 6.40. We'll talk. We're going to talk Colts. We're going to talk Hoosiers. It's what we do. It's kind of a, uh, and how about the Pacers tomorrow night against the Denver Nuggets? Hell yeah. Let's go. I'm, I'm juiced. We got a two-bell Tuesday. Look right up there. There are the bells, the bells, the bells, oh, the bells, oh, the bells. That's my Charles Lawton impression.